Well, hello, everyone. This has been quite a day. This is Rachel, (laughs) the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast, and we are here with my friend Daryl, who is, we met through the meetup, and he, I just loved what he was doing with hospitality, and I uh, decided that I needed to get him on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast so that he could talk a little bit about this to the listeners because I think he has some really great suggestions of what to do, what little you know, amenities you can offer your guests to just go a little bit above and beyond. And speaking of a bit above and beyond, that's kind of the theme of this podcast episode. It's called How to Go Above and Beyond in Every Room to Wow Your Airbnb Guests. So without further ado, We'd like to welcome the infamous Daryl from Indiana. Well, actually, I don't know if you're from Indiana. Hey, Daryl, tell us tell yep. us about yourself. <laughs> yes, I am actually from Indiana. I grew up on the north side there in Indianapolis. Um, north I live side. on the south side. Yeah. Thank you for having so, me. So, sure. Thanks for being on here. So, tell me, tell us a little bit about your background. Do you have any background in hospitality, or is this something you just kind of are passionate about? It seems like it's just like well, a passionate hobby for you. Yeah, I mean, I guess from the hospitality standpoint, I mean, I had, I've owned uh, some small businesses. Uh, one was a, a yogurt deli store, and, and I've also worked for RCI, which is one of the largest resort condominiums international. It's one of the largest timeshare companies in the world back in the day when, um, you know, timesharing was a big deal. And I've always loved to travel and got to know the globe really well because of exchanging guests into different timeshares, and just being in that industry, you got to know all different places around the world. So that always, that, that kind of started, I guess, my excitement about the traveling industry. So kind of moved into, I mean, I've worked in corporate jobs um, in supply chain, and um, so I've always dealt with the public in some way or another. But I think the traveling that we did with my wife and I to really nice desti- destinations around the world. And then when Airbnb came around, we stayed in uh, Airbnbs and um, other, you know, like VRBOs and other rentals that we just love that portion of it. And we love the fact that we're staying in a home away from home. And um, I don't think we really stay anywhere else now but in an Airbnb or a VRBO. So we just really, um, when we rent, we we try to rent really nice places and we cross our fingers as I'm sure most people have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've, you never been know. Really yeah, we've really been wowed ourselves. And so I said, let's do this. I think we can do this ourselves. Um, uh, I know I, I can wow guests as well. So we, um, you know, we got our condo and um, we think we added some things, some features to it, some amenities to it that are, that have made me become a super host. Thank you. We're excited to hear about these because I think a lot of people are looking out for some better ways to improve their properties. I know when we start scaling, it gets a little bit more complicated, but I think you do have some systems for ordering and things like that that you can share with us, or please do share with us, and to help everybody make you know the, this process a little easier while they're wowing. So let's start. Yeah, this is top five ways to go above and beyond in every room to wow your Airbnb guests. So the first one is you say the bedroom. Ha ha. So yeah. how can you set the wow for the bedroom? Well, I start out and I put two bottles of water on every dresser, on each dresser, excuse me, with a three by five laminated card that reads compliments. 
Um, so, you know, they've traveled all day, right? And they're finally there with their luggage. They finally got to the destination. And here you are. You've got bottles of water for them um, and that they don't have to go out and buy. And it's just that little complimentary card that says compliments with bottle of waters is just an awesome touch. And then I put two Andes mints in front of the decorative pillows just so they feel like it's a hotel because most people are familiar with hotels. I don't even think they do that in hotels anymore. <laughs> do they? Well, they, I don't know. They might not. It depends on which hotel I guess you stay at. Yeah. So, um, well, my only issue with the, the Andes mints of the chocolate is that, you know, people eat the chocolate and then it goes onto their fingers and then I have white sheets and then duvet covers and it gets on the sheet. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was when I stopped serving chocolates, but I thought I could do some other candies and they just weren't as popular as the chocolates. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't actually had that issue yet, but that's a good point. Um, yeah. And then well, there's a, lots, of, lots of candies. There's lots of candies out there, so I'm sure people can pick their own that works for them. And not everybody has white cheeks, so. That's true, too. Yeah. I, um, so then I guess to top it off in the bedroom, I make sure that the closet has extra pillows and blankets, a luggage rack, and a dirty linen basket. The blinds are open for them, so it looks inviting. And then, you know, turn your lamp stand, the, the lamps that are on your little nightstands, turn them on. So it looks inviting when they walk in, so it's just not all dark and gloomy. So that's what I do in the bedroom. That sounds fabulous. And I, I noticed that you have a linen basket. Do you feel that a lot of your guests throw the sheets in there when they're done, or do they leave the sheets on the bed, or do they ask? Because I know that what we're trying to do is create the best systems. And, you know, a lot of right. times my guests ask, do I need to do anything? And so it's kind of like it's extra work to answer them. So, you know, usually in their welcome note or in the, you know, wherever I'll say, you know, what, what the protocol is. But do you find that they just put them in the linen basket when you have one? You know, I have um, in part of my other um, section here, one of my other rooms of kitchen, I have a house manual. And I put the departure instructions there. And then in my other room, the hallway or the entry, I have a bulletin board and I do a, a little blip on the departure instructions and laminate it and put it on the cork board. So I'm, I'm kind of constantly reminding them that, um, you know, when you're done, just please pick up the linens and put them, put them in the, uh, the dirty basket in the, that's in your closet. And my guests that have stayed there, I don't think I've had one guest that did not do that. I'm going to say it's the linen basket. It's kind of like hint, hint, like in a really soft, like inviting way. And I think it's a great idea, and I don't even know why I didn't think of it. So I love that idea. When you offer these other things that I'm, gonna, that I'm wowing you about today in each of these rooms, yeah. your guests are going to appreciate the host. And I know that they appreciated me. I mean, I got, I got handwritten letters that would, they would leave on the counter. So I think all of these things that you wow them with helps them put those linens in the, in the hamper or in that dirty right. linen bag. You go above and beyond for them, and so they go above and beyond for you. Yes. You also have, uh, you say, extra pillows and blankets. You know, that can get pretty expensive. I mean, I know if you have a four-bedroom house to do that in every room, would you suggest doing that? I do. I think that the bedroom is so important. The bedroom is like, cause think about it. They don't really cook. The bathrooms are, are important. Living room's important, all that. But the bedroom, 
that's where you that's where you spend the night. That's where you feel comfortable after a long day, and you want to lay down. And if you're cold, if you're a type of person that's cold, and you don't have enough blankets or something in there, or you don't have a soft pillow to put their head down at night, I just think that that helps reviews a lot by just giving them a comfortable night's sleep with an extra blanket, some soft pillows, and I think that will really help reviews. Yeah, agreed. I sometimes have skimped out on pillows and bought them for clients that um, I just am not happy with anymore, and they don't last, and they're really flimsy. And I just now started getting these new gel pillows that mm-hmm. one of my clients had bought, and I just loved, and the guests love them. They're there super, super cozy. So I think, yeah, and I put them on my Airbnb store, and my Amazon influencer store, and which people can find on my website. But I, I think that they're the most incredible pillows. They're a little bit more expensive. You can get like mm-hmm. two for 30 or 40 But I think in the, in the long run, you're right. They will set the wow factor and be a lot better in the long run and last longer. Yes. Okay. So let's move on to number two of the top five ways that we're going to go to wow our guests in every room here. So uh, the bathroom, that's the next one, obviously. Yes. They spend a lot of time in that place too. They do. And, you know, I like a nice bathroom as well. And I, um, I, put, I buy some nice decorative trays. And you can get them at discount places, but as long as they look nice, you know. And then I put my toiletries on there. Um, and I, the presentation of those toiletry, again, is something important. The way you have the shampoo, the way you put that little bottle of conditioner and the body lotion and maybe the bar of soap. Um, I have two towels on the rack with two more rolled up in spa-like form, along with four hand towels, four washcloths. I always have at least four in the bathroom. Any bathroom, what, each bathroom I have at least four, and then I have four more as backups if they're staying for a longer period of time. So you had a two-bedroom condo with two baths, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct, yes. Okay, so, so that I would you're have saying two. you leave four in each. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd have two on the rack, two rolled up on the shelf. I have my four hand towels, four dish cloth, four hand washcloths, um, and those would be all rolled up too, like in a basket. So that way, they look really refreshing and spa-like. Do you think that they use all of them, or what has been the status no. of that? They use usually just two, but ah. you know what? They're there as backup. Some people don't like the extra towel. Or don't like to use a – maybe that towel didn't dry overnight and they get up the next morning and they want a fresh towel. So, again, it's yeah. just those little – these are the little wow things we're talking about, and that's, that's what has wowed my customers, and that's, that's just what I do. I even, um, I even have extra toilet paper, four rolls of toilet paper nearby the toilet, in like a, either in a, a basket or in the, one of the drawers that's in the, um, you know, below the sink. And I have the toilet paper even. My maids will fold the toilet paper into a little triangle up on top so that the toilet paper looks like a fresh roll of toilet paper when they walk in. I will say that there is something to, there is something to be said about abundance. And when there is a lot of things, then sometimes I think people tend to use less of it. But when there's less of it, like say one roll of toilet paper and that's all there is, then I think people start to freak out and, you know, they, it kind of, they get into panic mode. So there is something psychologically good about having an abundance of, of all of these amenities at hand, I think. And I didn't have anybody 
Rachel, abuse it. No one like took all my rolls of toilet paper because <laughs> right. they're available, which they could have, but they never did. They kept the other towels rolled up, but they didn't use them. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's, yeah. it's, again, talking about wow factors, right? So these are the things that I did that worked for me. You know, it may not work for everybody, but it worked for me. And tell us, you had a very popular Airbnb listing down on Mass Ave in a very trendy spot. Tell us you were booked pretty much all the time. What was your, your nightly rate yeah. again? Um, it ranged. I started out at 99 to get reviews going, and then it bumped up to 119, and then I eventually bumped it up to 139, and that's about where I stayed. And I was booked every single okay. night. Yeah. You know, if that's, I mean, that's a pretty economical rate, and I'm just thinking for some of my listings that are, you know, four-bedroom for, you know, 119 or whatever, that are a little further from downtown, and, you know, it just, it's, I've always thought, like, do I, can I still afford to put out four rolls of toilet paper and four, you know, extra towels and stuff? And so I'm still kind of not there yet with that, but I think, you know, just you've inspired me to do some things, especially in the bathroom. Uh, I now have in all my listings a, a bottle of body, body soap with a pump on it. So oh, yeah. it's every so and then I put a little label on it that says citrus body soap and mm -hmm. I buy it from uh, in bulk and so all of my it's uniform across all of my units and yeah. all of my listings. So yeah. you now everyone has shampoo, conditioner and soap that are in these um, little cute, you know, purple and blue dispensers. And I think that is just a nice little touch. And so you've inspired me to do something like that. So thank you. Well, that's good. Well, I actually did forget, in addition to my toiletries, I do have a little jar that I keep out with uh, Q-tips, and I have another mm -hmm. little jar next to the Q-tips that I put makeup pads. So that's yes. what I I do all those things, actually. Makeup pads are important because otherwise they will use the washcloth, and we really need them to do that. And I do put out makeup pads now as well. Do you have uh, makeup remover pads? Do you have a – do you guys do toothpaste too or no? We, I do not do toothpaste, no. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. I told – I had a discussion with one client. I said, look, toothpaste is not as important as the makeup removers. White pads. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you've got to do the makeup remover pads. He's like, really? Okay. Um, yeah. I think, it's, uh, you know, I, I just I found it to be important. And, again, nobody, like, grabbed the rest of the Q-tips or, or the makeup pads. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the kitchen. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do here in the kitchen? Okay. So, in the kitchen, I put a bottle of red wine uh, for the four wine glasses and those, I do plastic. I got nice plastic wine, stemmed wine glasses. Um, I do a wine cutter and an opener. I put it all on the kitchen counter along with a little three-by-five laminated cardigan that reads compliments. Um, and then in addition to that, I created an eight-and-a-half-by-eleven placard um, um, with a picture of my city, you know, of Indianapolis here, that reads welcome to Indy. And then on that placard, I list the top local websites for things to do. And then I put the unit's Wi-Fi and password and a little paragraph on the neighborhood that they're in, along with my cell phone number if they need to get a hold of me. And that's just a single card placard, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that I slide in that plastic placard. And, and uh, it just really stands out. It just, again, it's just one of those little things that you do that 
adds some value. Um, and then right next to that is my house manual that spells out all the rules of the house, my favorite restaurants, with the very specific directions on how to get there and who to ask for when you, when you walk in, if you happen to know somebody at that restaurant, or you want to sit in somebody's section. Um, and then, uh, and lastly, I turn the light on above the stove. Um, that's one of the other lights that I turn on as well. So um, th that's what I do in, in, in the kitchen. That, that works, especially if you have guests coming in every night and then your, you know, your maid or your cleaner can just leave those on. I think it's harder when you have uh, less in-between, you know, yes. less yeah. same-day okay. check-in. Yeah, and my maids know if I don't have anybody checking in the next day, they don't even turn any lights on and they shut the blinds. Good point. Oh, good. What is a placard? I had to look it up. It said, a poster or sign for public display, either fixed to a wall or carried during a demonstration. So you are, you are just, um, you just type this out and then laminate it? Uh, actually, I don't laminate that one because the placard is, is plastic already. So I just slide it. There's a little area. Oh, one of those. I know what you're talking yeah. about now. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like a uh, for flyers and stuff, like a realtor yeah. would have at open house or something. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. Exactly. Love that. Yeah, I've been doing chalkboards, and but mostly just for Wi-Fi. But I'll say welcome to Indy, you know, your host Rachel or what have you, and then I'll put the Wi-Fi code and such. But I think a placard is great. I think a any it stands it's, it stands vertical, and so people see it, and you can add color or logos or designs to it, and you can hold a lot of information there and hold your clients or your guests' attention longer by something that's sticking up rather than a, a notebook where they could get lost in it. But I know you're going to talk about that a little bit more. I just, I just mentioned that it, it lists the rules of the house and you know, my favorite restaurants. So yes, I, I, I went over that a little bit. Okay. So tell me, is your house manual just like one sheet, or is it like a, a little binder? Yeah, it's a little bind. It's a little binder. Um, it's a clear panel on the front, clear plastic panel. Then it's probably got ten to twelve pages on the inside, but most of those pages are things to do in Indianapolis, around the city, uh, museums, arts, my favorite restaurants, things like that, with phone numbers and whether they take reservations or not. Um, just, I'm, I'm very specific on, on certain uh, ones that I recommend, but the rest of the stuff is house rules and departure instructions, um, things like that. You know, that's a good idea. It just made me think of instead of having a placard, if you will, I'm, and maybe, maybe for the house rules, but I was thinking that I might actually throw together a website that I can that I can update and put some of the links on there. Since I have so many listings, you know, might as well just throw them all on one website and then people can look at that. So I might do that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, let's move on. We've got number four, top five ways to wow your Airbnb guests in every room. So the next one is so the, it's the living room. room. Yeah, so on the living room, um, there's not a whole lot here, but I do have the blinds open because, I, again, I want them to be walking into the guest when they walk in. I do put a table lamp on uh, that's usually next to the couch, and I have laminated instructions on how to use the remotes on the coffee table. So um, 
that's that's all I do in the living room. But again, it's just those little things that all add up in all these rooms that when they walk in, what's their first impression? And it's sometimes, I don't know how many times I've received emails or texts from guests that would say, as soon as they walked in, they would text me and they would, they would tell me how nice the place is. And I almost Thanks. count on that. I started counting on it, Rachel. I was like, uh, gosh, I hope, are they going to text me? Are they going to text me? And almost every time I get a text from those guests, and it was just an awesome feeling. And then when you get a letter when yeah. you leave, a handwritten letter, again, that, that's why I do all these little things. Do you leave them note cards? I, I actually, in my, on the office desk, I have a tablet for them with a, pencil, with a bunch of pencils and pens and Post-it notes and things, and they utilize ah. those things. They, they even leave them for me. So, uh-huh. uh, and they never cool. take the extras. They don't take the extra pens or the pencils. I don't have any of that happen with, with my unit. Yeah, great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so the last one here we have is the hallway or the entryway. Why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about it? Because this is probably a really important one, even though it's last. Yeah, and none of them are in any particular order, but I think the hallway, when you walk in the door or in the entryway, I have a decorative cork board um, and you can use a chalkboard like what you do too. If your handwriting's good, <laughs> mine would be terrible. That's probably why I use the corkboard. But um, I print out and laminate reminders like departure instructions, uh, lock the doors before you leave, uh, a map highlighting uh, the route to the favorite downtown bars or the arena or the convention center, and um, and then my favorite pizza joint for that late night craving. But those little things that you just put up there, just, again, it's just, um, it just, it, it just wows the guests, again, for even more emphasis on the little things that you do so those guests are happy. Agreed. I think that is the way to do it. Or they take notice. They take notice with yes. what you do. So, they do. Yeah, yes. for sure. That's well, I, um, I think those are fabulous recommendations, and I'm sure there's plenty that everybody can have some ideas from. Now, as the last thing I wanted to just touch on here, because it seems like you're doing such a great job with wowing them, but tell us a little bit more before we wrap it up about cost and how you've kind of created a system for stocking these, you know, do you, I think you have a stock closet, and then your ordering system, and I think you said you, you bundle these in. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So uh, I pick a closet, any closet that you can lock and put a lock on it for your maids. Um, it could be the hallway closet is what I used, and um, so I put a, you know, an e-lock on there, and they, they can, my, my maids can come in, and in there there's a shelving unit with all of my backups. I have a backup for light bulbs, for batteries, for remotes, for uh, toilet paper and towels and sheets and everything, uh, the wine, um, all the toiletries. So um, that way, if I need to have, if they call me and they're out of something and I need to have a runner go, whether it's my maid or you know me or someone else, they can get into that maid closet with my combination lock and, and help that guest out if need be because I have more on site. Um, so, so from a cost perspective, uh, to help out uh, your listeners is that, that I, have a, I keep a spreadsheet of how much my toiletries cost by item. And literally, it's like $2.11. My bottle of wine I buy off 
name brand wines that they would never recognize, usually on the bottom shelf at your local grocery store, um, and they're around the $6.99 price. But if you buy a case, you get 20% off. So now you're down under almost 5 bucks. And you take that plus your toiletries, um, you're, I mean, you can build that right into your maid uh, service cleaning, and then that way your guests are actually paying for not only your cleaning, but your, to but your toiletries and your bottle of wine that go a long way. So that's what I do. Okay, great. Do you order most of your stuff through Amazon, or can you give us some tips of where to get stuff? Or Yeah, I, I've ordered some through Amazon. I, I have done my shopping to see, you know, to see which ones give me the best value. Um, right. And there's a hotel, uh, there, there's several hotel websites you can go out and um, find some toiletry items. But again, just doing cost comparisons, you find the best ones and, like, um, you know, buy them, yeah. Like Alibaba. Yeah, that's that's out there. Isn't I haven't Alibaba used them. Was, I haven't used them in a long time, but yeah, I haven't either. Um, but you know, what it's what you, you put it on a spreadsheet or you, and you mark it down. Okay, this one cost me this, but I got to pay shipping. This one I don't have to pay shipping. Those toiletries are heavy, so yeah. Um, if by the time you add those things up, I mean, you could be paying a lot more than you need to. So just do a little shopping and. You know, put, make five columns out to five different vendors and see which ones offer the best. And then you keep that and highlight that vendor as your toiletry vendor, um, knowing that they, you've already done your, your shopping up front, and now you know exactly where to buy your toiletries when you're ready to refresh. Fabulous. Well, Daryl, thank you so much. This has been just really – you're just so resourceful, and I think this is just going to be great for our guests. So thank you. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, absolutely. I'm really excited about this episode. I really love the topic. And I think if you find out any other things, let us know. <laughs> I will, will do. Hey. Okay. How, hey, how can people get a hold of you or would you like them to be able to? Sure. Yeah, they can contact me. They can go to contact at preferredtenant.net. That's contact at preferredtenant.net. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, Daryl. I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you, Rachel. Have a great day. Thanks. Well, thanks for joining us today, everybody, on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're ready to become a host, which I bet most of you are, and, and you're not already, then you can go ahead and click on my link. I have the Airbnb host link in the show notes. We'll also put Daryl's link there down below. And then if you like this podcast or dig what we're doing, then go ahead, like, subscribe, give comments. I love comments. And then lastly, if you're just interested in staying in touch and joining the short-term revolution, then go ahead and connect with me on my website at rentalpreneur.com. Okay, that's it for today, guys. We'll see you on the flip side. Oh, 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 oh,